Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, hopefully we're going to get some sort of resolution here in a matter of moments. From Rod Rivera, for those of you that still care, yes, the Commanders still have two games left. Obviously, most of us want them to lose to get the and ensure the better draft pick. Um, and while there's no guarantee in any way, shape, or form that having a higher draft pick ensures that you get the right, get it right, the best players, so on and so forth. Obviously, teams have long failed number one overall. I mean, who knows what happens with Bryce Young and the Panthers. Look, doesn't look good now. Um, I mean, we've seen many, 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 many failures. Of course, there's no guarantee. But you are in a much better position, A, to pick the better player, B, to not have to trade up and waste assets, and see, again, in every round. It's not just, oh, you get the third overall pick in the first round and then you go back to the middle of the pack in the second round. No, no, no. You get the third overall pick in the second round as well. And sometimes if you tie with another team, say, like, somehow they, uh, you know, if Arizona wins, um, you know, one of their next two games and goes to 4-13, and and the Commanders lose both of their games, and they're four and thirteen. If their strength of schedule is the same, and right now the you know Arizona has a, a better one at five sixty one, uh, Washington at five eighteen, then they would flip in each round. So sometimes you might have the second overall pick in the second round, and you get a coin flip for the first. Whatever. I mean, there's all sorts of different things. It's, look, head coaches are are never going to play the tankathon game that we play. But that's our job. Our job is to worry about that stuff. Their job is to coach as hard as they can. Whether we want them to or not, that's their job. And if Ron is even remotely connected to reality which many people have questioned, many people have questioned. If Ron is remotely connected to reality, then he starts Jacoby Brissett. It has nothing to do with what he's been preaching 
for the last 11 plus months. Nobody cares or nobody should care. I mean, coaches change their 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 message and, and their points like they change, hopefully, their underwear. I mean, a month ago or so, the Giants head coach, Brian Dable, said, no, Tyrod Taylor, you know, I, I know you're healthy. I know you're practicing. I know you're ready to go. We're staying with Tommy DeVito. Now, he didn't stay with Tommy DeVito. It's not like he was preaching Tommy DeVito all summer, all offseason. I, I got it. I understand. It is different. But he said, nope, we're, we're staying with Tommy DeVito. He's earned that right. And then all of a sudden, well, maybe not all of a sudden, but over the last game and a half, Tommy DeVito lost that right. He played horribly for six quarters against the Saints and against the Eagles. And then he got benched. Nobody has a problem with that. I, I think it's only, I, I think we only have a problem. I think. Because Ron has been talking since mid-January about Sam, Sam, Sam. The only thing that matters, I shouldn't say the only thing. The thing that matters is, well, you see, we have the quarterback. Again, I get that that is a long time. There was never any guarantee that he was not going to bench him. Now, they didn't earlier in the year when maybe they could have. But essentially, they benched him three games in a row, two games for real. It's not going well. And they have a responsibility to the rest of the organization to play the better guy. So Jacoby Brissett should start this week for whatever it's worth. I mean, that that should be the case. Let's get to it um, while we await Ron and see what happens with that. Mark is in Laurel on the Team 980. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Mark. What's going on, man? Now you know. Now you know. Ron tried to sell a bill of goods to this new regime. He knew the only way he could save his job is he knew he wasn't going to win a lot of games this year. So he said, "This is my guy." That gave him an excuse to have a losing record. Now, if he would have started for set, they'd be in a playoff hunt. But he still would have lost his job because he wouldn't have done enough with the new regime. But I'm sure Josh. The owner now is calling down and now and saying, look, you're going to play Sam Howell the rest of the week because, you know, they want to get that number two draft pick. This is a guy who believes in the process. So you never know. He might bring Ron back next year so then they can get the first round draft pick, you know, build <laughs> no, an organization that, like he did in Philly. I wouldn't no, that's not happening. I, I, I mean, well, around this organization, nothing can be dismissed. I understand what you're saying. Um, I just – Again, if you're not – if to me, people were taking umbrage with what Ron had been preaching in the media all year long and then saying, oh, it's not right, unfair, whatever, to bench him two games in a row. And to, I guess to my point is, you know, Ron has only been preaching this because, A, Ron's got to talk five times a week. B, what was he supposed to say? C, okay – you know, a month ago, I was all aboard the Sam Howell train. Like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, he's clearly a developmental guy, and and let's see if he can be the starter of this team. Well, it's gone horribly come south. Should, it's gone horribly south in the last come, month. Come on, you should have known that the first couple games the dude was a bum. You know, the guy had a good run in the game. He had a plethora, he had a plethora of receivers, tight ends, and everything at his disposal. 
the guy, you know, you should have known right off the bat this wasn't the guy. But again, Ron tried to save his job. So I'm 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 Ron for what he did, man. I I, I, I hear you, Mark. I, you know, listen, I I, I hear you. I, I would say this, and I appreciate the phone call. I would say this. Most people think Ron was insane for going with essentially a first-year starter in year four make or break with new ownership. And I thought Ron, you know, some people look at it as Ron's self-preservation. I thought Ron took a pretty big gamble and said to himself, well, I've struck out on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Dwayne Haskins, rest his soul, did not work. Alex Smith didn't work. Kyle Allen didn't work. Tyler Heineke didn't work. Uh, I, I struck out on Carson Wentz. I've tried every other thing. Let me try this. Costs us no money. Let me see what this kid's got. He's got a live arm. He's got athleticism. That's why we drafted him. I thought Ron took a, a gamble. I don't know about self-preservation because a lot of people thought, that's crazy. Why would you put your career, your legacy, whatever that is, in the hands of a fifth-round quarterback? Again, I thought it was the right move when they made it. I had advocated late last year and even after the year for Sam Howell to be the number one guy. I thought they handled it wrong as usual. But, and 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 if you would have told me after the Dallas game, Thanksgiving, that Sam Howell was going to be benched, never mind twice, once, I would have said, nah, you know what? It's probably, yeah, it's not fair. That, that's being a, you know... That's that's self-preservation mode. That's just trying to win as many games as you possibly can and trying to, you know, save whatever you can save. That's what I would have told you after the Dallas game. But after the Miami game, after the bye week, after seeing how atrocious he was against the Rams, not even a team that was putting a heavy rush on him like we've seen earlier, and certainly on Sunday against the Jets, no, man. I Look, I, I just can't do it if I'm Ron. And quite honestly, if I was in charge too. And you guys might hate me for that. But that's just the way it is. Uh, Vic, have we heard from uh, from Ron at all? Or, or? Uh, Not yet. Okay, so we're still waiting. Maybe, the, maybe, maybe Josh Harris is in Ron's office right now saying you got to start Sam Howell. Are, are we sure it's at 3 o'clock? It's what they announced okay. a couple of days ago on Twitter. I mean, on an uh, email. I don't know. Maybe they didn't say. inform you that there was a change. Perhaps. I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't see any, I don't see anything in my email that would just suggest otherwise. Um, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, I mean, we're still waiting on Ron. Um, all right, let's get back to it on the phone. Steve is in Bowie. Happy holidays, Steve. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thank God Christmas is over. Um, um, I, I did, you know, I mean, I two grandchildren and uh, grand and their grandmother who buys fifty thousand toys for them. So, <laughs> which I have to, I have to put a lot of that together. So, yes. Oh yeah, no, no, so yeah, no problem. So you're not even complaining about the money spent. It's having to put the toys together and all of the hubbub 
about that. I, I you know, I do get that. I mean, listen, uh, Christmas is Christmas. She makes, she makes more money than she makes more money than I do. Oh, so okay. no, I don't complain about. Oh, okay, all right. It's her well, money. Well, here, here's the deal. She can do what she wants. Yeah, with. here's the deal. Chris, uh, Christmas. Okay. Is, here's the deal. Christmas is wonderful, right? We would all agree. Yeah. Like you know, the holidays, all that. You know, New Year, Thanksgiving, whatever you celebrate. Uh, but there is a commercialization. There is a. Um, there is a a part of Christmas and the holidays that puts a lot of pressure on people one way or the other. There just is. That's the reality of the situation. And sometimes people think you're a bah humbug for that. I don't think you're a bah humbug. I don't want to put a, put together anything. I hate putting together things. I hate following rules and directions. Speaking of pressure, let's talk about the uh, the commodes. I mean, the commander. <laughs> um, the, uh, okay, one. Uh, I wish people would quit saying that uh, Ron Rivera is going to get fired. I don't think he's going to get fired. Whoa! But he's also not going to be the head coach of this team next year. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Tell me why. I kind of see it going. It's the way I see it going down. Uh, they're going to get their. They're not going to win either one of these two games. There is no way. Uh, thank God that uh, San Francisco lost last night because now they are now they're going to go out for bear to try to, to beat the heck out of us next week, and then Dallas is still going to be fighting for a position when they come to us in uh, uh, at the end of the year, and they're going to blow us out. So. You can forget about winning any of the next two games. I don't care if you all of a sudden you were resurrect, you know, Sammy Baugh, you ain't going to win this ballgame. Secondly, here's what's going to happen with Ron Rivera. They're going to say, Ron, we don't need you to come in on Monday because everybody thinks it's Black Monday. Why don't you come in on Tuesday? That's going to screw up the media because they're going to spend all day on Monday trying to figure out whether you're staying or going. Come in on, on Tuesday and let's sit down and talk to you. So they bring him in and they say, Ron, Ron, we love you. Thank you for everything you did. But we've decided to go in a different direction, and we want you to help us do that. Well, exactly what do you want me to do? I, we want you to just say goodbye in your own terms. And here they are. We've written them down for you. Please sign here. We love your resignation. Bye-bye. That, he either does that. Or then they fire the guy. Uh, I, yeah, so I, don't, I don't know if your scenario is is going to work. Steve, I, I got to let you run because we got to get to Ron Rivera, who is speaking now at the podium in Ashburn. Ron, what would be the um, – if you decided to, to, to stay with Sam, what would your uh, uh, rationale be for that? Well, once I get done discussing and make a decision, I'm not going to go into anything. Ron, what did you see when you went back and looked at the film on Emmanuel? Um, there are actually some some really good things that he had done. Um, you know, uh, he's been working really hard these last couple of weeks, been working on some things. We saw some real positive things on Friday um, that really, you know, we were, we're feeling pretty good about it. And then when he got the, the opportunity to come in and play the way he did, um, there are some things that showed that he's starting to get a good feel for it, a better feel for it. He had a couple of mistakes still, some things that he can get ironed out most certainly, but he did play uh, fast, uh, a little more confident, uh, you know, got around the ball, got around the uh, the uh, the um, the receivers and, and, and made some plays. It was good to see. Are you seeing the improvement in his eyes and his feet? Where where are you seeing that, that growth? We're seeing a little bit more eye discipline, and, and that's, I think, one of the biggest things for him. 
you know, because he's he's got the skill set. It's just a matter of putting it together, um, you know, using the eyes uh, and putting them in the proper place. What's the latest on Chris Rodriguez? Um, he's, uh, he's getting an MRI today, I believe. And um, I actually haven't talked to Al. I'll be talking to Al at our 5 o'clock meeting, so I'll have a better feel for uh, for Chris. I'll have a better feel for St. Juice, um, better feel for Percy, uh, for Wiley. Um, we'll see how B-Rob did today as well coming in. Uh, Larson and Leno continue to work uh, on their um, – on their injuries. With bringing Jarrett Patterson in, is there a chance you need him this Sunday? We'll see. We'll see how um, things are for Chris and how things are for B Rob. And, and what was you know what what led you to him? Obviously, a, a local guy and a guy who's familiar with what you do. And that's the answer. <laughs> He's very familiar with what we do, um, and um, that's the biggest thing, Michael. Hey, Ron, can you hear me this time? Yes, got gotcha. you. All right, there we go. What, what have you seen from Sam? Like, can you explain some of these struggles? What is it confidence? Is it trust? What, where do you think it comes down to? I think it's um, right now you watch him and he's trying to make the perfect play. Um, I, I think he's reading a little bit more into some of the things that he sees out there. And I think he's just, he's just got to settle in and, 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 and trust what he's seeing initially and, 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 and stick with the offense. And do you, you know, this is obviously the longest he's played in the NFL. Do you mm-hmm. see any sort of wearing down with the hit? And how does that impact his game possibly? And and that's that's some of the concern. And that's some of the things that, you know, like I said, I, I got an opportunity. I'll work through some things with the coaches, and we'll go through it and discuss all these these different points that, um, that I have. With what you've seen from Sam, is there any reason to believe this is – you know, just a momentary regression, a long-term thing. Does it change how you feel about no. him in the next year, into the future as an NFL guy? No, it doesn't. And, and and he's got a very good body of work. I mean, you know, things have been have, have gone you know relatively well early in the season and into the middle. But you know, he had some. It's been tough the last couple of weeks. Uh, last few weeks have been tough on him. And, and you know, he's 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 taken a lot of snaps. You know, um, the length of the season obviously is probably wearing on him as well as. Uh, the number of plays he's had and, and the number of hits he's had to absorb. So, you know, these are things, and like I said, these are points that, 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 that are all, you know, for, for, for discussion. Anybody else? When you, when you make your decision, um, you've mentioned consulting players in the past. Is, is this a, a sort of instance where you'd want to take the temperature of the locker room and see how they're feeling on this going into the final couple of weeks? Um, you know, on, on, on not all decisions are the same. I mean, this is a different kind of a decision. And, um, you know, and so not on everything that I've done, you know, I've really consulted a lot of people uh, as much as, you know, I, I've consulted what I felt who needed to be talked with. Um, we'll see how things go. When you look, Ron, when you look at two, some of the struggles, how much was the defenses you guys have been playing are, have been – a little bit higher ranked and all that. How much of that is is part of maybe whatever, whether it's a regression or whatever, you know, stalling, whatever it is. Well, I think from Dallas on, it, 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 the quality of defense has been something else, and you know, and and we really hadn't played up to snuff as, as we needed to as a defense ourselves as well. So, you know, we're all culpable. I mean, there's really a lot of things that need to be taken care of and, and corrected as as we go forward. Sorry, Kyle, go ahead. All you, Sam. 
Well, kind of to Kyle's point, how much, if at all, do you think where Sam's at now is due to you know loading him up as much as you guys did earlier in the season, you know, dropping dropping back as much as as uh, he did? Well, I, th- I think it's not as much as that, as much as just the results of of of, of what's gone on. I mean, this has been hard. This hasn't been simple. We haven't played as well as we would have liked to. We thought we could have played better. But, you know, like I said, um, really right around Dallas is, is really been uh, a real tough stretch, especially based on who we've played. All right. That is Ron Rivera uh, meeting with reporters a little bit late. Uh, so that's why we got to it, of course, a little bit late. But the news is, well, he hasn't announced a starting quarterback. Certainly sounds like it's going to be Jacoby Brissett. Just if you read through kind of the minutia there, it certainly sounds like it. You know, talk about how, you know, maybe worn down Sam is, you know, um, you know, kind of mental reset, all that stuff. Feels he's got plenty of tape, all that. Sounds like it's going to be Jacoby Brissett. By the way, Jared Patterson back to the practice squad. That's because. As you heard Ron say, Chris Rodriguez, who had two touchdowns the other day, MRI, and Brian Robinson's missed the last couple of games. Jonathan Williams uh, is in concussion protocol. And again, Rodriguez, ankle injury. So they got you know three running backs that are all banged up. Antonio Gibson, really the only one left standing at this point. So they bring back Jared Patterson. That's likely to be a game day activation type situation. Uh, and of course, he's familiar with the team, as you know. But the other thing is, um, you know, again, Ron, I don't know if he's playing a game with the media and just not deciding to help out with the the media. And I can't blame him because he's taken a lot of criticism. Um, But I'm sure he's privately told the quarterbacks what the deal is. There's no chance Ron is still making a decision. No chance. It's just he doesn't want to release it. And maybe we'll find out, again, via an informed leak tomorrow morning or late tonight as to who the quarterback is. I would guess later on tonight, Ian Rappaport will have something out. I would guess. Strong hunch. We'll see. Jay Gruden going to join us and give us his thoughts on what he would do. What should Ron Rivera do? What's the right thing for the team? Next, coming up right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Alrighty, welcome back again. Happy holidays, everybody. On air and on the road, Jay Gruden is driven by the Ted Britt Automotive Group. Ted Britt Ford in Chantilly and Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters, and Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling, all home to Ted Britt for life. Lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop them all at tedbritt.com. And joining us right now is the aforementioned Jay Gruden on the BetQL guest hotline. Jay, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. It looked like you guys had a uh, a good little gathering there. I saw John and I saw uh, your sons and I saw, uh, you know, the, the family. The Grudens were uh, looking good on Christmas Day. Yeah, it was a great day. You know, I spent uh, Christmas Eve at my oldest son's house, all the two grandkids, and then Christmas Day went and saw my brother and and then uh, in the afternoon, went and saw my other son in Daytona, so we got them all covered. All right. Uh, excellent. Did you eat good at least? or? Um... I ate like a, yeah, I, I ate too much, Chris. <laughs> I ate too much. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling it now. I'm still a little woozy. What, did, what, did, what, did, what does Jay Gruden like to eat? Whatever they feed. I mean, they, it, <laughs> it was just a nonstop smorgasbord. <laughs> and you didn't cook any of it, correct? I did not. I helped clean up, though. <laughs> there you go. There you go. boy. Good for you. Well, happy holidays to you and the Gruden uh, family, obviously. Uh, glad you guys could get together and see everyone uh, and have a good time. That's what the holidays are all about. Um, so I don't know, you know, with everything going on, I don't know how much of the Jets-Commanders game you got to see. But, I, I, of course, the big story around here is Sam Howell was, you know, pulled at halftime again. He was awful again, just like he was against the Rams. Just, again, pulled earlier. Uh, Jacoby Percent once again, another, you know, second-half comeback, much like against the Rams just earlier. And, you know, now Ron Rivera refuses to at least tell us who the starting quarterback is. Who do you think it will be, and what did you make of a second consecutive benching? Well, Sam hasn't played very good. It's, you, know, you can't uh, sugarcoat it at all, and it's not all Sam, obviously. There's a lot of people that have their hands in it, but when the offense struggles moving the ball like they are when Sam has been starting the last couple of weeks, change has to be made, and Jacoby obviously proved that he uh, deserves a little shot to try to spark the offense, and he has the last two weeks, so there's – no arguing with the decision to make a move to pull Sam. Now it's just a decision on the last two games. Who do you play? And I don't think there's really a wrong answer here. I think Jacoby probably right now, from a confidence standpoint, gives him the best chance to win because Sam just looks like he's a little out of sorts right now and uh, probably could use a couple weeks to chill out and uh, get ready for the offseason. Ron said, you know, he's got plenty of good tape, and, and, and that's fair. I, I think there is good tape of Sam Howell. Is there anything to gain at this point? When things have gone so horribly wrong, is it like 
bashing your head through a cement wall? Like, like how would you view it in terms of the potential upside for Sam Howell? Yeah, I just think right now, based on the last two weeks production-wise, it has been uh, uh, nothing, so to speak, from a positive standpoint for the offense when Sam has been playing. And, uh, you know, there's a, like, like I said before, you can't put all the blame on Sam. The protection hasn't been very good. The route concepts maybe, but uh, but how does Jacoby make it work so well when he's in there? So mm-hmm. I think you got to go with Jacoby and, and uh, just finish the season out and then let the people make the decisions who are going to make the decisions moving forward on the next quarterback or Sam's future. Right. Uh, a lot of people um... – in the media seem to be very concerned that Ron spent the entire offseason, the entire season preaching, you know, it's about quarterback development, sticking with Sam, uh, you know, this is how we're going to go, blah, 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 you know, d- despite the, the potential pluses and, you know, the potential downfalls. And clearly this is a potential downfall where he's playing horribly. And, you know, again, they, they made the decision to yank him a couple of times, which, again, I agree with, you agree with. Is there anything wrong with Ron – doing what they've done considering what we've seen on the field when he spent 11 months preaching that it's all about quarterback development and Sam's the the guy and the and QB one and all that stuff. Well, I think, you know, based on the first, you know, eight, 10, 12 weeks, Sam did show a lot of progress and show some, a lot of potential. He had some really good games and some great moments, you know, so you're just hoping that he'd continue to build off of that. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, the last couple of weeks, he's taken a major step back, whether it's, not climbing up in the pocket, aborting plays too quick, uh, inaccurate throwing, um, throwing into coverage, taking sacks, whatever the issue is, there's a lot of them right now. And I don't know what those issues are. If he just lost confidence in the scheme, if he lost confidence in the offensive line, whatever it is, I think he's trying to take the matters in his hands a little bit too much. And uh, I think it's time for Jacoby to go ahead and finish these last two games out. But I still think there are, like you said, there's a lot of good moments Sam had throughout this year to give the next regime or, or coach Rivera, if he's still here a little bit of hope that he could be potentially the quarterback next year, but I still think they got to bring somebody in to compete. Right. No doubt. No doubt about it. Jay Gruden with us on the BetQL guest hotline here after Christmas, as we talk about uh, the decision, the indecision right now, uh, I mean, again, Jay thinks it'll be Jacoby Brissett or should be. Uh, I certainly think that uh, as well. I think that's pretty obvious, um, but there's a lot moving around. Um, so, is 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 playing Brissett a preservation tech tool? You know, Ron knows that he's likely getting fired. Um, is it what you owe the locker room? Because that was my argument. Even if Ron is trying to play a game of self-preservation and trying to win these games, even though it hurts the organization moving forward, Like, to me, you owe it to the locker room and the building if you're asking guys to put their bodies on the line and to keep working hard for you and to keep coming back and to keep charging forward. You owe it to them to play the better of the two quarterbacks, right? Yeah, I agree 100%. Now, Jacoby came in last week against the Jets and didn't play very well, and they got stomped like the the start of the game. They just got destroyed early. But if he came in and didn't perform as well, then I could see going back to Sam. Mm -hmm. But two weeks in a row, Jacoby put up some pretty damn good tape right? and had, had some really good drives, some really good throws. So I think clearly, uh, based on the last two weeks production, you have to go with them. And I think the locker room sees it. And, you know, you, you're not stupid when you're watching the film. You watch right. the first three quarters or a quarter right. and a half. You're like, this is terrible. And then you bring in Jacoby. Holy cow, this is what we're supposed to look like. So I think everybody knows that uh, Jacoby right now at this time gives them the best chance to win. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's not about draft position. 
It's about trying to win the last two games and see what happens at the end of the year. All right, let me ask you this from a coaching perspective. If you were the head coach, would you? is there any way you could justify starting Sam Howell again this week against San Francisco? Yeah, there is because he's been your starter all year and you're out of the playoffs anyway. He's the younger quarterback and he's the guy that you have under contract. And he's the guy that you want to see develop into the starting quarterback for this franchise for the next coming year. So, yes, you don't want to totally uh, destroy his confidence, but I don't mm-hmm. think this would destroy his confidence ha- taking his back seat based on the last two weeks of his performance. I think it's a chance for him to just take a step back and watch a veteran play and uh, kind of show it how it's done and, and maybe just get his wits back about him and start the offseason on a positive note. But I don't think, you know, I, I don't think he'd be wrong if they started Sam Howell. I just think the way Jacoby's played and the way Sam's played the last two weeks, I think it's a no-brainer. you got to play Jacoby. Uh, a potential new regime. You know, like when you came in in 2014 and you knew how messy the whole situation was, you know, with Mike and Kyle and RG3 and, and just how much of a disaster. How much attention do you remember paying to what was said, what was done, what was, you know, all of the controversies, what have you, when you took over? Meaning when a new regime ultimately comes in here, they're not worried about what Ron's been preaching and Ron's been saying, are they? Or or did you give that some credence? No, you're exactly right. No, because the new regime is the new regime and they're going to do things their own way. And you, you need to try to learn from the old regime's mistakes and what happened and why they failed. It was a personnel related. It was a coaching related, a little combination possibly. But obviously, you know, the Shanahan's can coach football. Mm-hmm. There was bigger issues involved in the house with personnel and, and some decisions they made uh, with the roster, in my opinion. So it was our job to try to get that fixed quickly with draft picks, even though we didn't have a first round pick the first year, but try to get them get the draft picks and try to hit some free agents. And, uh, you know, it's a tough way to build your team through free agency when you don't have top draft picks, but uh, we did the best we could. But you try to eliminate the noise and all the negativity that the old regime had, and you try to start positive and try to build the team your way uh, the best way you can. Right. People forget, you know, they made the trade in 2012, but in 2014 when you take over a 3-13 and team and have the number two – oh, wait a second, you don't have the number two overall pick. <laughs> not, not a great, not a great way to start a regime, right? When you're three and th- when you're inheriting a three and thirteen mess, and you don't have the pick uh, that you could ideally change things uh, around with, which you know obviously sucked. Um, all right, let me ask you this: uh, the 49ers, Speaking of them, uh, they're the opponent this Sunday. A short week for them, long travel, all of that stuff. Probably not fair, but they were throttled last night on Monday Night Football. Is that, in your opinion, just Purdy and the turnovers? Or I guess how much credit do you give to Baltimore for doing what they did, you know, in whatever way offensively, and of course defensively, yes, but whatever way they did offensively as opposed to what San Francisco didn't do offensively uh, by turning the ball over? Uh, Both. You know, you got to credit Baltimore. They're an aggressive football team, and they came in six-point underdogs, and they used that to their advantage. They wanted to show people that they are the toughest football team in offense in, in the league. Offensive line, defensive line, secondary, uh, wide receiver, quarterback. They all wanted. They all had a little. They all had a little something to prove, and they came out and proved it. And the turnovers obviously just snowballed on San Francisco. A couple tip balls, a couple of Aaron throws by Brock, very uncharacteristic right. of them, and and they couldn't recover. But you got to credit Baltimore more so than I put any blame on Brock or, or the San Francisco 49ers. Baltimore was a better coach football team, and they played better across the board. Uh, we know how good Harbaugh has been. 
nobody would question that. We know how stable that organization has been, and it seems they have a different, you know, everybody throws around the term culture, and and they've made mistakes, but, I mean, they have a different, you know, out-of-this-world culture, next man up, this, that, and the other thing. How good do you think this Mike McDonald guy is who's been at Michigan, who's been now the Ravens defensive coordinator for the last two years, replacing Wink Martindale? I mean, do you think he's absolutely going to be a head coach like this upcoming year, or or would you need to see more? How would you kind of evaluate that? That's a good question because some teams have struggled going for the defensive core, the hot defensive coordinators mm-hmm. for their franchise or under franchise. I think most owners will be looking for more offensive-minded head coaches because it's a quarterback-driven league. But he has put together two very good years. But I, I, I've always felt Baltimore's had a very good defense. Wink Markdale, all these guys that have been there have had good defenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just he just carrying on the torch and doing a great job systematically. They have good players. They have good pass rush. They have uh, very fast linebackers. Roquan and Queen are very good. Mm-hmm. And obviously their secondary plays very good. That safety they got from Notre Dame is a monster. Hamilton. And, well, well uh, I, and I, I guess let, let me jump in there. That's maybe why you give him a little bit more credit, right? Because Roquan was up and down a little bit in Chicago, then gets the trade and all of a sudden he's back to, you know, what a lot of people thought he would be and a cyborg and, and, and then made Patrick Queen better. And then again, the drafting of Kyle Hamilton, you know, like I don't think the commanders were all that blown away by Kyle Hamilton from what I remember hearing. And yet here he is again, another cyborg. So is that, do we give all the credit to McDonald for developing those guys? Or do we say, you know what? Eric DeCosta is a pretty damn good GM and he learned from a really good one in Ozzie Newsom. Yeah, I think both. I think you got to credit both of them because they have a really good system in place there. Their scheme uh, defensively is very sound. They play great coverage on the back end. They get enough pressure. They have good blitz schemes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know situational football extremely well. They're great on third down. They make tackles. They don't miss tackles. They don't. You don't see guys run a wide open right. against Baltimore right. very often. They're very well coached. They're where they're supposed to be, and and that's the credit to the obviously the defense coordinator and the players for buying in. Right. Um, and then obviously the offense. They they do a great job of holding the football, gaining possession of the ball, and running the ball, and and keeping the defense fresh. So it's a great. They have a great complimentary style of offense and defense and special teams over there. You can't forget about how good their special teams is. Jay Gruden with us for another couple of minutes. All right, it's quick spin around the NFL. Dolphins hang on. Well, hang on. They they kick the game-winning kick as regulation expires and beat uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys thought they had one on the road against a quality opponent. Did that loss tell you anything more about the Cowboys or the win told you more about the Dolphins? Probably win about the Dolphins because they won despite not really making a huge impact offensively and, and putting up the big numbers, the gaudy numbers. Mm-hmm. They were able to run the ball successfully and, and, and gain percentage of the ball, not turn the ball over too often, and then get a big drive at the end of the football game trailing uh, to get the victory. So that's huge for everybody's psyche moving forward because now they know they can come back from behind. Uh, they can run the football. They obviously know they have Tyreek. Losing Waddle will hurt. I don't know how long he's out for. Yeah. But, That'll, that'll hurt them a little bit. But I just think for your psyche, the way they won, I think is good for all of them to see that, hey, we don't have to throw for 450 yards and, and uh, do you know somersaults in the end zone every play. We can win ugly, and we can play good defense, and that's what they did. Yeah, that's what you have to do, especially at this time of the year. Um, the Raiders go into Arrowhead, and we know the Chiefs' offense has not been great all year. We all understand that. Jay, to see you know, them score two touchdowns off of two turnovers in eight seconds – was unbelievable, but, you know, I know they bent a little bit in the second half after that, but all in all, they, I mean, the Raiders, Antonio Pierce, have done a great job. They're 7-8, and eight, chance to be, you know, I guess over 500 with a couple more wins, and my God, the Chiefs might not even make the playoffs. 
Yeah, they don't look very good. Patrick looks out of sorts. I think every play is a, a ad lib play. Mm-hmm. He, he's made his living on those plays, but now it just feels like it's every other play. He was yeah. running for his life. He must have run 12 miles in that game uh, laterally and then down the field. He was running all over the place. Guys aren't getting open forward. Travis is not getting the separation he usually gets. They can't get him open. So they, they have major problems at wide receiver there, great in separation. And, and the offensive line is really not playing up to par either. And they don't really have that running game that they usually have. Clyde Edwards Lair hasn't been really hitting it. Obviously, uh, Pacheco has been hurt up and down, and mm-hmm. he hasn't really been that go-to back. And, you know, when the Chiefs have been pretty good, obviously Patrick Mahomes is great and Travis is great. Uh, they've always had a pretty strong running game. Now they're struggling running the football. They're one-dimensional, and that one dimension is not very good right now with the receivers that they have. Uh, last thing for you, Jay Gruden with us. Um, the Eagles won 33-25. I, like, there wasn't anything that I felt like, you know, I didn't watch every snap of the game, but I didn't walk away going, oh, the Eagles are back. Did you? No, not at all. No, uh, the Giants almost came back and beat them. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they're struggling a little bit on defense. And, and offensively, I still just feel like they're out of sorts as well. I think they have the best chance to get it turned around because they have good personnel. I just think Jalen Hurts is still lacking just a little bit of confidence and mm-hmm. swag that he had last year. I just think he's still um, uh, he just fear, very looking very indecisive to me at times. And he's got to get it right. He's got the right to shift these last two weeks. And they got to get some home games uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles to have a chance to move forward to playoffs. Is, is any of that the inconsistency in the running game? And again, it was it was pretty good yesterday against the Giants. They ran for, uh, I think it was like uh, uh, 170 yards, which I mean you'll take. Yeah, but I mean, they've been mostly that, yeah. inconsistent running the ball. Is that it more than the, the, the leg sleeve or whatever the hell he's been dealing with for the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I just think Jalen just doesn't look like himself for the last five or six weeks. For whatever. Okay. I think injuries, he was sick for a little bit. Yeah, um, He's thrown a couple interceptions, which he doesn't really throw, so he's kind of lost a little bit of confidence. He's making sure, you know, a lot of times when you're, you know, your first couple of years, you stare it out and you're playing very good, and then you start throwing picks, then you start second-guessing your decisions. Oh, wait, I, I, he's not open. Let me pull it down and run, or let me check it down real quick. You know, so I think he's just lost confidence in what he's seeing and what he's believing, and he's not letting it go like he did his first couple of years. So I think uh, he just got to maintain, get his confidence back, get A.J. Brown going, get Devontae going, and that running game will work out yeah. just fine. Good point. Jay, happy new year to you and the fam. Appreciate you as always. Thanks for joining us. All right, Chris, thank you. All right, there you go. Jay Gruden is driven on air and on the road by the Ted Britt Automotive Group. Ted Britt Ford in Chantilly and Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters, and Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling, all home to Ted Britt for life, lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop them all at tedbritt.com. Dum-dum of the day coming up next. And it's not one individual. It's an organization. We'll tell you about it next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, once again, thanks to you, uh, Jay Gruden, for joining us, as he normally does on Monday, this time on a Tuesday because of the holidays. Uh, we were all off yesterday. Uh, and uh, we'll be off the rest of the week. Doc Walker filling in uh, Wednesday through Friday. Matty will be back in charge uh, as well, along with the DOC. Great job out of JT the Vic uh, today, as always. Always good to talk to Slink Vic Ferreira uh, right here uh, and not on the Nationals Radio Network. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> my, my throat is all sorts of weird. It is time. It is time to end the show the way we like to end the show. Pretty much every day by making fun of somebody. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. Oh, yes. Who could have seen this coming? Me, 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 me. I screamed about this. Nobody wanted to listen because all of you dum-dums like super teams. The Phoenix Suns. Kevin Durant, surprise, surprise. Reportedly Frustrated in Phoenix. Devin Booker last night audibly calling out teammates after a turnover, after they didn't hustle back on defense, which led to a Luka Doncic slam dunk and breakaway. He's caught on audio saying, hey, how come you didn't come back? The Phoenix Suns are a mess. According to Adrian Wojnarowski, quote, you talk to people in Phoenix and around that organization, they can feel the frustration with Durant. Part of that certainly is the missed games for Bradley Beal. Who would have thought Bradley Beal would miss games? Who would have thought that? All right, who would have thought Bradley Beal would miss almost every game? Oh, wait a second. Every Wizards fan love them. <sighs> this team was, you know, again, according to Wojnarowski, built around three stars, the underwhelming supporting cast that comes from those massive trades for Durant and Beal. Uh, and, and Beal have really gutted the organization and left them to sign a lot of minimum players, uh, players to fill out their payroll. Well, see, here's how it works, boys and girls. How about freaking building a team? Instead of trying to be the San Diego stupid Padres, instead of trying to be the Phoenix Dopey Suns, instead of being the New York Yankees every year who suck, instead of trying to uh, Steve Cohen yourself to death and walking away with 73 wins and firing Buck Showalter and making him look like the bad guy instead of a bunch of bloated contracts of players that stink, how about trying to do what great organizations do, like the Tampa Bay Rays, like the Minnesota Twins, like the Green Bay Packers for the most part, like the Pittsburgh Steelers for the most part. Hey, man, it doesn't always work that way either. You don't always get to the very, very, very top. But you win a lot of games by being stable, by being somewhat conservative, by not trying to build super teams, and also, oh, by the way, not trading all your assets via draft, players, what have you, and not being able to field a complete team. So the Phoenix Suns, who did that, who didn't want to listen and should have known better, they get whacked upside the head today and they deserve it. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Again, anyone and everyone should have seen this coming. Durant's hurt all the time. Bradley Beal's hurt all the time. Devin Booker's been, you know, had some injuries. And they have no surrounding supporting cast. They suck. And I pray that they fail and fail and fail and fail just to shut you people up. 
That's going to do it for us today and for the week. Craig Hoffman up next. Again, thanks to JT the Vic. Thanks to Jay Gruden. Thanks to you for being with us. Happy New Year, everybody. I'll be on Twitter slash X, uh, and I'll see you around next Tuesday in 2024. Adios. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.